You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 145, Uncertain Futures, Prepare Without Panic. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, my friends. How are you doing? It's been a crazy week. And you've been on my mind a ton. Actually, yesterday I was trying to sleep before my night shift and I couldn't sleep because I couldn't get you off my mind. So thanks for that. (laughs) No, I did lay in bed for several hours, but eventually I took some melatonin and it knocked me out. So it's all good. But as I lay there, I was thinking about you and how you might be feeling as you watch these world events unfolding. So if you're listening to this podcast episode in real time, I'm sure you know I'm referring to the fact that Russia and Ukraine have gone to war with each other. Or more appropriately, I should say, Russia went to war with Ukraine, right? And as you see this, as you read news articles and hear this news, you might be feeling a lot of heavy, uncomfortable emotions. And I know many people feel like, can't we just catch a break? Like, we've done two years of a pandemic as nurses And now there's a war going on. And so if you're feeling exhausted and tired, I hear you. But as I lay there in bed thinking about you guys, I got really excited. Because I was filled with ideas about how to support you. I actually ran out of my room and grabbed my notebook and wrote pages and pages of how to support you guys during this time. One of the things being this podcast episode. So today we're going to talk about how to prepare without panic, because I know many people want to prepare for the future, we want to be informed about what's going on in the world, but the panic that often accompanies those things is really heavy and really discouraging. So today I want to help you lay that down so you can prepare without panic. But as I wrote all these pages of ideas of how to support you, it really excited me, because A couple years ago, March 2020, when the pandemic started, when everything shut down in the U.S., that's when Bold Nurse Society opened. It was like the week after everything shut down. That's when I opened my group membership coaching program. And at that time, I was excited to support nurses, but I was not prepared for that, right? Like I was just trying to get all the pieces in place, all the technology, all the things I needed to get Bold Nurse Society up and running. So I wasn't ready to really step up my game and be there for nurses during a global pandemic beyond my Bold Nurse Society members. And I loved getting to serve them at that time. It was cool hearing my Bold Nurse Society members a little ways into the pandemic saying that, you know, one of them said the year 2020 was a challenging year, but it was one of the best years of her life. And so it was awesome to offer them that support and those tools. But part of me also wishes I could have offered those tools to more nurses. I would have been ready at that time to do it. Now, I don't let that thought really get to me because what I actually believe is that all nurses 
find bold in our society exactly when they're supposed to. That all people find coaching when they're supposed to, myself included. Like there are times I could look back out of my life and be like, oh, it would have been so nice if I would have had these coaching tools when I was in middle school. If I would have known all this in middle school, things would have been a lot different. (laughs) That would have been nice. Or if I had had these coaching tools while I was dating or in nursing school, but I didn't have them. But what I believe is I wasn't supposed to. I was supposed to find these coaching tools when I did. I was supposed to go through those other challenges without these tools. And when I did find coaching, it was the exact perfect time for me. It was when I was transitioning into motherhood with my daughter and experiencing those challenges. That's when I was supposed to find coaching. And it was so perfect because that gave me time to practice the tools that I was learning and get good at using them and applying them in my life. And so I had them to navigate all the uncomfortable emotions and the heartache when my best friend passed away from leukemia. So that's when I was supposed to find coaching. And I don't know when every nurse out there is supposed to find it. Part of me wishes, oh, I wish they all would have found it at the beginning of the pandemic, that they would have come into Bold Nurse Society and gotten that support. And like my nurse in Bold Nurse Society who said it was one of the best years of her life, that they all could have been saying that. But that's not what was supposed to happen. We all find these tools at the exact right moment we're supposed to. So it's okay I wasn't at that stage as a coach when the pandemic started to really be able to crank up my support for nurses. But what I realized as I was laying in bed thinking about you guys was that I am at that stage now. That I am ready to be here to support you as you navigate these challenges. And that excited me. It actually reminded me of why I became a coach. And I think the way to explain it best is actually why my husband became a nurse. So my husband lived in Honduras for a couple, well, at a couple different times during his life, he lived in Honduras, but as a teenager, he lived in Honduras for a little while and a huge hurricane came through, Hurricane Mitch, and it destroyed everything. It destroyed his home and he saw devastation. And among that, he saw people serving and helping and being able to offer their skills to improve people's lives and help them during that time of tragedy. And then another big impacting moment for him was when the bombing at the Boston Marathon happened in 2013. And he saw all these people running away in fear, but going against the crowd were the medics and the police and people who weren't running away, but were running towards the problem to help people. And so that's why he wanted to become a nurse, so that he would have skills that he could use to serve people during really challenging times. And that's what I feel like right now as a coach for nurses, that I'm like, okay, I'm ready to run towards you guys, to run towards the people who need that support and be here to offer my skills and services and knowledge. So like I said, I scrawled out all my notes for this podcast episode where we're going to talk about preparing without panic. So we'll get into that in just a moment. But I want to support you beyond that and offer you more tools than I can teach you here on a podcast episode. And so if you're feeling a lot of fear about the future, if you're feeling overwhelmed, not knowing what to expect, if your brain is running away 
with concern about the future and what might happen and it's really troubling you. If you want to feel more grounded and peaceful and be more present in your life instead of running away to the future and all the what ifs and the scary things that might happen, I'm gonna help you stay in the present and enjoy the present from a place of abundance. So I'm gonna help you do that in this new course I'm creating for you guys called Overcoming Fear and Living Abundantly During Uncertain Times. So this course is going to be ready for you guys in Bold Nurse Society on Friday, this Friday, March 4th. And because it's a course that I'm creating for my Bold Nurse Society members, I decided to open the doors to Bold Nurse Society. So if you want to participate in this with us, you have that opportunity. And this wasn't something I was planning to do. I just opened the doors to Bold Nurse Society last month. And usually it's quite a bit longer in between those times. But because of current events that were not on my calendar, I feel like there's such a need for it and I want to support you guys in this way. So Doors to Bold Nurse Society are open and they'll be open until the following Friday, March 11th at 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific. So to come join us, go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash BNS info. Okay, so that's BNS, like Bold Nurse Society info. And make sure you type the www at the beginning. So it's www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash BNS info. And you can join us for this course, Overcoming Fear and Living Abundantly During Times of Uncertainty. And I almost forgot to tell you the best part. So... I want to support Ukrainian refugees, and I'm sure many of you do too. And so what we're going to do is anyone who joins Boldner Society this month to access this course, your enrollment fee, 100% of it, is going to be donated to support Ukrainian refugees. So I thought that was kind of cool because I know many of us want to support the refugees and many of us need help with our mental health. Why don't we combine those things, get support for your mental health, and support refugees at the same time? It's a win-win. So I'm excited to offer that to you guys. Again, just head to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash BNS info. You can join us for Bold Nurse Society before March 11th, and you will get access to that course, Overcoming Fear and living abundantly during times of uncertainty. So, hope to see you in there. It's going to be a good time. All right, you guys. I'm excited today to talk to you about preparing without panic. Now, I want to start by letting you know that it's possible to prepare without panic because preparing and panic are not the same things. A lot of times we view them synonymously in our minds, like subconsciously, because they're often tied together in our lives. So maybe you've studied for a test and you felt really panicked about the test. And so that panic was driving you as you were studying your flashcards and looking through PowerPoints and searching through the textbook and messaging all your nursing school friends, asking them what they're studying and trying to take notes on everything in class. Like that panic was fueling you as you were preparing. So it feels very intertwined. But I want you to know that panic 
and preparation are not the same things. So panic is an emotion. It's a sensation in your body, your body releasing some hormones. And as those hormones go through your body, you feel some different physical sensations. And we have taken that package of physical sensations, your heart racing, queasiness in your stomach, tightness in your chest, maybe your head feeling like foggy. We've taken all of that and labeled it as panic. So that's what panic is. Panic is an emotion. But on the other hand, we have preparation. Preparation is not an emotion. Preparation is an action. It's things that you do, right? So when you were studying for a test, when you were preparing for a test, it was all those actions I talked about where you're looking over your notes, you're looking through the textbook, you're talking to your friends. All of those actions are helping you prepare. But the thing is, our emotions fuel our actions. So when we're preparing out of panic, it looks differently. It's a different experience for us than when we're preparing out of curiosity. Have you ever like studied something you're really intrigued with or learned about something you're really intrigued with? And you're not learning that information out of panic. You're learning it out of genuine interest and curiosity and excitement. So you can take a lot of the same actions, like maybe your actions would be pretty similar on the outside from an outside observer. They'd see you doing a lot of those same things, but it's a totally different experience for you when it's coming from panic or when it's coming from curiosity and interest. Okay, so let's look at this in a few different situations. I remember when I was getting my daughter's nursery ready. I was preparing for her birth. So I was hanging shelves on the walls, making a cute little changing station. I was setting up the crib, getting the rocking chair, looking through clothes and getting them organized by all the different sizes that they grow out of so quickly. But I was getting all of that prepared. Now those were my actions, right? And I was taking those actions at that time from excitement, from gratitude, from hope. But those same actions could have been driven by panic or by worry or anxiety. And that's the case for many people, and no judgment here, but as they're taking those actions, they could be feeling completely different emotions. Or how about this, preparing for a shift. We can prepare for our shifts. We can study policies, we can look over protocols, we can practice skills. We can do all of that to prepare for our shifts. And depending on what emotion is fueling us, it changes the experience. So if we're preparing for our shift from anxiety, then maybe we're taking some of those actions, we're looking over policies and protocols, but we're also not sleeping very well, and we're maybe just feeling flustered and not actually retaining the information, or if we're preparing from commitment and determination and intrigue, then it's a different experience, right? So depending on what emotion is fueling us as we prepare, it's a different experience for us and it changes how effective we are. 
So like I just said, with preparing for a shift, you might not actually retain the information when you're preparing from anxiety. You might feel kind of flustered and scattered. But when you're preparing from emotions like confidence and intrigue and commitment, it's a different outcome. So a lot of times we hold on to this idea that panicking is necessary, or at least worrying is necessary. Having concern is necessary because we think that's what it takes for us to prepare. But what I want you to know is that yes, preparation is important. I am all for preparing. In fact, when things happened last week with Russia and Ukraine, the next day my husband went out and bought a bunch of food storage. We had some, but it was kind of running low. We had been dipping into it all throughout COVID. So he went and restocked our food storage. But he didn't have to be flustered and anxious and overwhelmed to take that action. So let's stop believing this lie that panic is so necessary because it's really not. It actually makes us less effective and makes it a miserable experience for us. Like when I think of when I'm operating from panic and fear, when I'm trying to do anything in my life, whether it's prepare or move forward on a goal or have a conversation, if fear is what's driving me, then here's the list of what I associate with that and how I show up while I do those things. So I feel hurried. Maybe I'm more withdrawn. I'm frantic. I'm clumsy. Desperate. Regret. I am impulsive, defensive, doubtful, paranoid, and my actions feel forced. When I'm taking actions out of fear and panic, that's how I show up. Hurried, desperate. I have regret. I'm impulsive. Not the best fuel for me to take my actions. But when I'm feeling abundant, then here's how I show up. Generous creative, open, excited, passionate, limitless, brave, energetic, hopeful, calm, confident, intentional, optimistic, and joyful. That list sounds way more fun, and it is much better fuel. When I'm feeling abundant and I don't set limits on myself and I feel courageous and generous and kind and hopeful about the future, that is much better motivation to prepare. And I'm so much better at coming up with ideas and having inspiration when I'm driven by those emotions. So my challenge for you is to start paying attention to what your fuel is. A lot of times we get fixated on what our actions should be. Like if we're going to go have a conversation with someone, like an important conversation, we talk to our friends and we're like, what should I say to this person? When should I talk to them? How should I act during the conversation? We're really fixated on our actions, how we show up, our body language. Or when we go to our shifts, we're fixated on our actions. How am I going to get the med pass done? How can I chart more effectively? How do I do these tasks? And our actions are important, but before that, if we want to make our actions as effective as possible, we have to back up and notice what is the fuel for my actions. So start paying attention to that in your daily life. When you're talking to your child, 
Maybe you're disciplining them, setting boundaries with them. What emotion is fueling you as you do that? Is it fear? Is it frustration? Is it discouragement? Is it love, cooperation, understanding? What is fueling you in that moment? What would be the best fuel in that moment? When you're hanging out with friends, having conversations, what emotions are fueling you? We fixate on our actions, right? Like how am I acting with my friends? Am I talking a lot? Am I being funny? Am I giving compliments? But instead of focusing on your actions, notice what emotion is fueling you. Are you being fueled by insecurity? Are you being fueled by curiosity about your friends? Are you being fueled by confidence and love for yourself? Are you being fueled by excitement and joy? Just start paying attention. You don't have to try to change it, but just notice what emotion is fueling me right now. Okay, you guys? So don't fall for the idea that panic is necessary or that fear is necessary to prepare. You can take the actions you need to prepare for the future, whether it's saving money or getting food storage or doing projects around your house, whatever it is, learning things, whatever you think you need to do in your life to prepare for whatever it is you're preparing for. You can do that from way more comfortable and enjoyable emotions, and that will be way more effective. All right, my friends, I'm excited for you to pay attention to this because it's a game changer. When you start operating from those more empowering emotions, it changes everything. Even if your actions aren't drastically different, it totally up-levels the experience. So I'm excited for you to pay attention to that and to start reshaping that in your life. And if you want some help tapping into those more useful emotions then come join us in Bold Nurse Society because that's what we're going to be doing in this course, overcoming fear and living abundantly during times of uncertainty. So I'm going to teach you how to set the fear aside, how to lay it down, and how to tap in to abundance and all those emotions and the fuel that comes along with it. So generosity, being brave and energetic and hopeful and peaceful. So let's tap into that fuel so we can show up in our lives in full force. Not as a scared version of ourselves, not as a withdrawn, powerless version of ourselves, but in full force as who we want to be for our families, for our patients, for our communities, and for the world. So come join us in Bold Nurse Society. Grab this new course that I'm putting out for you guys. Go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash BNS info. Grab your spot before March 11th. And remember, all of the proceeds are going to support Ukrainian refugees. All right, my friends, have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.